Welcome to the Studio Sisters podcast. We're your hosts and sisters, Katie and Taylor. We travel the world, make beautiful things, and run our online businesses. We're creative entrepreneurs and Etsy experts, and we are on a mission to help you make meaningful income online and to create what you love. On the Studio Sisters podcast, we will dive into all things Etsy, running an online business, making money, creating while traveling, and growing your brand. We want you to leave this podcast with more confidence in yourself, your online small business, and the belief that your creative dream life is possible for you. So let's do this. Sisters podcast. We're super excited that you're here. And today we're going to talk about product photography, specifically real photos versus mock-up photos. I'm kind of excited about this because we're going to get into pros and cons, who should use them, who shouldn't use them. And I think it should be a lot of fun. And we're going to make it kind of fast paced to try to get in like pros versus cons, all the good, the bad, then the ugly. But let's break it down really, really quick in the beginning and really start with the basics. So Katie, why don't you start by telling us what exactly is a mock-up for people who have never heard of that? Okay, so essentially a mock-up is a digitally created image or altered photo to show your, show your products within an image that they were not physically located in. So essentially you take a digital image of your products remove the background from that image and then you place that image of the product into a new background which is then the mock-up yeah you can basically think of like your product's picture like as a layer within another picture Mm -hmm. to make it look real (laughs) so the mock-up is that other layer So let's say that you make art prints and you know your product would look super, super cute in like French cafe vibes. Like when you hand drew this really cute park scene in watercolor, it was so pretty. Um, You just like instantly pictured it in like French cafe or like French cafe inspired like home kitchens. But you live in a tiny temporary military base apartment with your spouse and your military spouse. And so it's like that ugly 1980s apartment is so not inspiring. It doesn't have any natural light. It's it's not even close to French cafe, plant-filled aesthetic space like that you think your products would fit in. When you use a mock-up, you could easily put those products into photos that fit the right aesthetic and potentially sell a lot more of your products because now your pictures fit the style that you know makes sense for your products. Yeah, so within the definition of a mock-up, there's a lot of variation. Um, Sometimes a mock-up is just a digitally altered version of your original product photo. So maybe you remove the background from it or you're adding text or something like that. But sometimes, like in the example we just gave, it's 
entirely new background within the mock-up. And sometimes it might be a mock-up that shows the same product in multiple colors or patterns, like in the same photo over and over and over. You see these very commonly on Etsy. So if you're wondering like, how do I get mock-ups or like, where do I even find them? You can buy them online. You can find free mock-ups online. And then you can also photograph your own mock-up, but then you would then add the digital layer of your product within that image. And we're going to share some places that you can get mock-ups later in this episode, but basically we just kind of wanted to give you an intro of like, okay, what are they? Where can you get them? And who can you use them? So traditionally, mock-ups have been primarily used with print-on-demand products like t-shirts or posters, things like that. Um, and then graphic designers started using them a lot with things like wedding invitations, Christmas cards, birthday party invitations. But within the past, I will say maybe one to two years, a lot of product sellers are using mock-ups in totally new ways and new niches. So we will say that um, mock-ups might be able to use for just about everything, but some handmade products just they're much harder to photograph and then remove the background and then put into a mock-up. So I'm just gonna make up one example and that would be like crocheted plushies or scarves. So in this case, it would be very challenging to create nice and clean mock-ups um, with so many like uneven and curved lines within the crocheted piece. So maybe it wouldn't make sense to remove the background on your crocheted plushie to put it within a new photo because it's gonna take a lot of work to do that. Yeah, jewelry would be another example that could potentially be very challenging, especially depending on the jewelry. So mock-ups are not going to be for every single product, which is why we're going to give you pros and cons. It might make sense to use real photos, which is why we created this episode, is to help you decide, you know, what is for you, what's your best strategy when it comes to product photography. So we wanted to give you a few more products that we think mock-ups work really, really well for that you might not have thought of. Cause we mentioned print on demand. That's a given. We mentioned like graphic design or like invitations. That's kind of a given that mock-ups work well for digitals. Of course are all mock-ups, but let, let's talk about some things you might not have thought of. So any kind of clothing, um, t-shirts obviously are a big one. I could see hats, pajamas, Anything like that could be really easily put into a mock-up. Um, party supplies. Definitely. Um, even candles, I think. You mm -hmm. can and photograph your candle and then, you know, put it into another like very aesthetic photo background. Yeah. So seasonal like fall or rainy day, your candle could be put into like a rainy day image mock-up. Um, coffee mugs, tumblers. We have our own mock-up pictures of some tumblers that we put stickers on. This is a really great way to create mock-up stickers, of course. So this is pretty Definitely. new for sticker sellers to use these kind of mock-ups um, for small businesses, but we made this switch this year and it's really been awesome. And we'll talk a little bit more about that later on. Um, art prints or paintings or any sort of illustration, visual artwork that you want to have printed and put into a frame or a even a physical, physical product like notebooks or journals. You can actually mock up your art onto pretty much any sort of product. 
Yeah. And then I'll throw one more in here. Acrylic signs, acrylic earrings, keychains, anything that you have a digital design for, you can probably mock that up onto a physical product. So with that being said, let's dive into the pros and cons. I want to start with real photos. Is that cool, Katie? Yeah, we can start with real photos. And by real photos, we mean like it's not digital. Like you're taking the, taking the photo of the product in the real physical space, nothing digital. Exactly. Um, with the exception of maybe like some editing on light and shadows, right? Yeah. I would still consider that a real photo. Yeah. Okay. Pros. Um, all of your own product photography with real photos is a hundred percent unique to you. Mm -hmm. So Maybe it's then. always on brand. Like it can, it, you have no one else's photos are going to be identical to yours if you're doing real photos. Yeah. You can do all of the styling. And so that can really like show off your style and your personality a lot more. They also can capture really high quality details. So if you're doing a lot of expensive luxury items, jewelry, especially, mm -hmm. this is a very good way to like convey quality is with real photos. And you probably just have a lot more like flexibility and options, like how you want to shoot the photo, the angles and everything like that. Yeah. If you have a lot of angles, real photography is definitely going to be the way to go. If capturing angles is super important to you. Okay. Some cons for real photos are that you need physical samples of every single product and this gets expensive and time consuming to make. And then like, you kind of have to have already planned out your entire product line, every color you need all of that before you can do your photos. Um, you also, you're a lot more constricted by the lighting. Natural lighting is best. So being outside or in the shade or by a window is amazing. But I mean, if you want to do your photos and it ends up being a rainy, stormy day, like you have to reschedule. Yeah. Yeah. Also, it just takes so much practice. I will be honest. I don't think that product photography is ever going to be my strongest skill and I'm fine admitting that. Um, but it does take practice. It's not something that most of us know how to do easily right away. And then you also still have to edit them. So there is still a digital component to those real photos is you still have to edit the color, the lighting, you may need to crop. There's just still more to do even after the photos are taken. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's talk mock-up pros and cons. Let's so, do it. Let's start with the pros. It is much faster. Okay. Can I ask you about that? You say it's much faster. Like how much faster? And for someone who's never done mock-ups, wouldn't it take a long time to learn mock-ups and like figure it out? Okay. So yes, I am fairly good with Photoshop. So I will admit that if you don't know how to use Photoshop or Canva, even uh, something where you can work with layers, it is definitely going to take you more time with more of a learning curve. But if you know at least the basics of Canva, I think it is much faster and it will save you time because you don't have to do all of the styling within each photo. Like it's basically drag and drop. You drag your digital image onto the other background. It saves so much time within the styling of the product photography. Yeah. And then you're not dependent, like you said, on natural light or weather or any of those other things. 
it's also easier to create brand consistency. When you start building up those similar mock-ups and similar photos, your product photography can become recognizable by your customers very quickly. And you might not actually need to create samples and physical products for every photo. So it depends on what you are making, what your product is. But let's just say it's something like print on demand or stickers. So you have your digital file of the design that you can drag and drop onto the mock-up. So like you don't actually have to have the item cut and made yet. Yeah, so that's not going to be necessarily a perk for everyone, but for many kind of product, many different products, you can create the digital mockups, list the product on Etsy, test it and sell it before you ever made a physical sample. Mm -hmm. I don't know that I would recommend this in every single case, especially if it's a new product that you personally need the practice in making. Yeah. I think it's still helpful if you go ahead and make those products to test them, but it can be a good way if you're already comfortable and you're like, I just want to test this in a different color to see if it's going to sell. That's something you could do without needing to create a physical sample. With mock-ups, you also don't need to edit the lighting generally for the most part, um, but you could actually, I'll make that a pro. You can easily manipulate the lighting, add shadows or fun things like that, um, sunbeams. And like Katie said, the biggest perk is the ease of just dragging and dropping your products into aesthetic styled photos. Imagine that you had a plan for your Etsy shop. Okay, so actually imagine no more. Maybe you don't know what you're doing wrong when it comes to your Etsy shop. You feel like you aren't good at your work. You feel like you do not know what to do when it comes to product photography and you're absolutely terrified or overwhelmed with the idea of Etsy SEO. So we actually used to be there too. If we knew in 2020 when we started our Etsy business, what we know now when it comes to Etsy strategy and how to do things step by step, everything would be completely different. We've worked really, really hard to learn everything there is about Etsy, how to grow your brand, how to find the right customers for your handmade business, and we've put it all together in a step-by-step -step formula that we have turned into our course, Dream Create Sell. Our strategy includes niching down, knowing exactly who you're going to sell to, how to write killer listing descriptions and product descriptions that actually convert to sales, how to do product photography, and how that's different from your social media content, how to authentically market yourself and your brand, and 100% understand the Etsy algorithm so you know exactly what to do and how to get traffic to your shop. And the cool thing is that we turned this entire strategy into our step-by-step -step in our course, Dream Create Sell, which is a self-paced online course for handmade business owners who want to increase their sales and make more money using Etsy. Our course is open for registration now, and you can actually use the code PODCAST, all capital letters, to get $100 off of the course. This code never expires. You just go to shopstudiosisters.com and enroll in our course, Dream Create Sell. Now back to the episode. Let's get into the cons. <laughs> Yes, the cons. And these are what turned me off of mock-ups for so long. Is <laughs> she was she was very, there will be no mock-ups yes. for a very long time. But now I'm team mock-up. Okay, <laughs> so one of the cons is they can look very fake. And 
you may see this if you've shopped on Etsy or Amazon or other places that shops have been using mock-ups and you're like, that looks like a totally fake product. I'm not buying that. So if you've not done correctly, it can look fake. Yeah. And this is a big one. Like it's so, so important. You could have the best SEO in the world, but like, and the best products, but if your mock-ups don't look good and they don't look real, people aren't going to buy it. Cause they're like, like Katie said, like red flag. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, another con is that a lot of the mock-ups available, especially if it's for clothing, most of the models, the people that mock-ups are shot on are not realistic or very inclusive. Mm -hmm. And we've noticed this with our own products. And then also some of the Etsy sellers in our dream create sell program who are looking for mock-ups is often like, it's just like very like skinny white, white women, like in a very like sterile environment that like doesn't always line up with people's target customer. And if you're going to use models and pictures of real people, they need to look and seem like the target customer you have. So I just think we have a long way to go with mock-ups for getting more inclusive photos, more diverse photos. Definitely. And another con that we've already touched on is the tech learning curve. So again, you need to at least be comfortable with Canva or Photoshop or Procreate or some version of this software that allows you to drag and drop images onto another image. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So those are the pros and cons, good and bad. I think that there's like not one perfect answer for every situation on whether or not you should use real versus mock-up. We don't want to tell you that one is perfect for everyone. I don't think that it is. So that's why we gave you this episode to really break that down. So diving a little bit more into mock-ups, what makes a good mock-up, Katie, in your opinion? Um, well, in my opinion, like it has to look real. It can't look all fake. Yeah, and that was a big one. <laughs> it's a big one, but it also like needs to, the styling needs to fit your niche and be realistic to your dream customer, whether that's, you know, the nature loving sticker lover that is our dream customer, or maybe it's like someone looking for home decor, like it needs to fit within their realm. Yeah. If you sell like farmhouse decor, it doesn't make any sense for you to use mock-ups that are in like a very industrial, like urban apartment. It's got to make sense to your dream customer. Um, also lighting's good, which is usually not an issue with mock-ups, but once in a while, I think I just see something where it's like, wow, that looks really dark or really bright or just like off. So uh, to me, that's an indicator of like, not a great mock-up. Um, you need to make sure your product is to scale. So just using stickers again, as another example, um, a lot of our product mockups has like the hand holding the sticker. So I just have to make sure that the sticker is the right size, um, like in the scale compared to the hand. Yeah, this is super um, important too with art prints, anything like home decor that people are going to print out. You want to make sure that like, it's going to make sense. The customer, it doesn't buy it. And they're like, whoa, compared to the mock-up, I thought this was going to be dramatically different in sizing. Um, and then also the like clean lines around the product. I'm not sure the exact way to say that, Katie, but just like you want to make sure that it's not like any weird cropping or like weird background issues. How would you describe that in a good mock-up? 
Um, yeah, so like, I'm trying to decide what would make a good example. Let's just go with art prints and let's say it's in a frame, but the frame is like, I don't know, it's within like a very cluttered mock-up. So it just wouldn't work out right because the frame is on a shelf and there's just plants and stuff like, and the frame does not stand out from the photo, I guess. So like, it's not clear what's being sold there. So if the plant pot, is it the frame, like what's being sold? Yeah, yeah, that's a perfect example. And um, just making sure that the mock-up is clean too, right? Like what you cut your picture out of, your product out of, and when you place it into a new picture, it's it's like cropped correctly, cleaned up. Yeah, that too. All right, so let's talk about a few places you can also buy mock-ups and then create them. So our favorite place to buy mock-ups is on Etsy. Um, there are very good specialty shops on Etsy for buying mock-ups. You can also take your own or pay a photographer for custom mock-ups. We have a very large set of mock-ups that we have paid our photographer for. Um, and this actually was probably one of the best things we have outsourced because our mock-ups are also all on brand because it's our photography, but we took the photos basically for mock-ups so that we could use them. And if you guys could ever see it, it was funny, like basically going in and holding individual stickers, like photographing stickers as if they're there, but not there. You could do I the same I thing with like shirts or art prints, but it turned out so, so good. Yeah. I think I actually like was doing sneak peeks on our stories, joking that we were photographing invisible stickers. <laughs> New product alert, invisible stickers. We don't have that guys. It's not a real thing. Um, another place that you can buy mock-ups on is Placeit, or also like Canva Pro has um, paid mock-up photos. On Canva Pro though, like they're included with your yes. Pro subscription, right? So you're paying yes. for Canva Pro? You're paying for Canva Pro. I just mean like they're not on the free Canva plan. Okay, that makes sense. Um, you can also download copyright free mockups from websites like Unsplashed. That's one we've used a lot actually, or pexels.com. These have mockup style images. These are really good, I think, if you have things where you're like holding the product and you just want to sub out the background behind your hands. Okay. And if you want to talk like apps or softwares to create the mockup, so place it is a good one, especially if you're doing like print on demand type t-shirts and tumblers, things like that. Um, as far as other apps that you can use to create your mockups, my favorites are Photoshop and Canva. These are both very good. Photoshop is obviously more advanced, more technical, more expensive, but Canva is also amazing and more beginner friendly. And then there's I will also say I'm a beginner and I've used Canva to make mockups. So yes. If I can do it, you guys can do it. I think Canvas for anyone, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then also, if you have an iPad, you can use the Procreate app because you can work in layers within the app. So you can also drag and drop your designs within Procreate. Yep. So that's where we find them and how we create our mockups. So last question is, should you use mockups? And one question we've been asked a lot in our course, in talking to Etsy sellers, is like, are mock-ups bad? 
or on the other side, my photography is bad. Should I switch to mock-ups? And generally people are just asking, should I do this? Is this for me? So I thought we would share some of our personal experiences and thoughts on mock-ups. So earlier this year, we began switching our entire product photography suite to mock-ups. And I pitched this idea to Katie, I think like early spring for a couple of reasons. And one is that product photography just takes up so much time. And once you're at a higher level of like sales volume in your shop, you're always in a state of trying to find ways to like make tasks faster, optimize them, cut out things that like are no longer necessary. So basically I was thinking, okay, we can either outsource photography, but then we have to keep paying for it. Or we could find a way to eliminate product photography altogether through mock-ups. And then the second reason that I suggested this to Katie was because we had so many new product designs that we've been rolling out this year. Our goal has been to dramatically extend our product catalog um, by a lot of products. So getting consistent photos of products in batches month over month over month was definitely going to be a challenge. So I wanted to try to make achieving product consistency and photo consistency easier and there are other sticker sellers out there doing mock-ups, so I really wanted to try it. I have to say, I was initially against it because, as I said earlier, I was not team mock-up. But mainly the reason why is because I didn't want our mock-ups to look fake or cheesy. Mm -hmm. So the thing that was important to us was that our mock-ups actually felt like our brand um, because I've seen a lot of other shop mock-ups that were just honestly not so great. And... I felt, felt like I would never buy their product based on their bad mock-up because it looks so fake. But I did love the idea of streamlining our process, saving time. So after, I guess, looking around online at different mock-ups for free or for sale, we actually settled on paying our photographer for a custom set of high-quality mock-ups. And she went over the top and gave us so many. It was actually incredible. And after we got the mock-ups back, I basically just use them in Photoshop to add all of our stickers. So I still have to create our mock-ups, but it just saves so much time. Yeah, we basically have like a photo bank now for every product that we design. We can pull mock-ups from our own bank mm -hmm. to fit that product. So, and oh, go ahead. I was just going to say like, we planned out all of our mock-up shots um, before we did our photo shoot. That way, like, we didn't get the shots back and be like, oh, I wish we had had a photo of a laptop or of our hand, like, holding a coffee mug or something. Like, so we actually were on Pinterest looking at product photography and other mock-ups that, like, we wanted in our style. Yeah, I think this is super important, too, to not just, like, whether you're hiring a photographer or doing it yourself or going on Etsy, not to just go buy like a bunch of random mock-ups, but like really plan out. Okay. If I were doing this with real photos, like what shots would I need? And then how can you recreate that with mock-ups? So now that we've been mock-ups, I'll say close to hundred percent mock-ups now for several months. What are your thoughts now? Like we made the switch, I would say really close to a hundred percent. How do you feel about it? 
I am team mock-up now. I love not having to really style photos and like shoot products because again, you have to work with the lighting. You have to work with the styling. Like, do I want it styled with this tree branch or with a candle or, <laughs> you know, it's just so much styling within product photography. So having our mock-ups already done, like I literally just drag and drop our design. So it's a huge time saver. I love it. <laughs> yeah. And then also like we can change up seasonal backdrops within those mock-ups yeah. so without having to go and retake new photos. So for example, we can do fall, like add in fall elements or spring elements to those mock-ups without having to take new photos. And I think that in the future, we'll probably be adding new mock-ups maybe once a year or so just to add more variety, but it's honestly been such a time saver and helped us build brand consistency and just made everything easier and faster. Yeah, so I think that pretty much wraps it up. So maybe share your thoughts with us on mock-ups versus real photos. So just DM us on Instagram. We're at Shop Studio Sisters. And if you love this episode, we would appreciate it if you take the next two minutes to leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Because as you probably know, podcasts are not free to produce. But we love being here with you all. And one of the best ways to ensure that your favorite podcast is going is to leave them a good review. Yes. And if you're looking for our free guide to Etsy SEO or any of our other helpful handmade business resources, you can find those in the show notes of this episode or on our website, shopstudiosisters.com. Thank you so much for listening today and we'll talk soon.